Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's welcome in a guy. Hey, did the pregame show last night. He was all over Fox 5. He's got ready for the Falcons. For those of you who were there, didn't see this, but I was checking him out. Yeah. And, and he's doing a wonderful job over there at Fox 5. Miles Garrett, morning, buddy. Thanks, as always, for getting up and joining us. Morning, Miles. Absolutely. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? We are doing fine. We have already given our little opinions about what we thought of uh, the starters in last night's Falcons game. What are some of the things that stood out for you? And uh, any other comments as far as what you'd like to see, what you didn't see, anything like that. But let's start off with the, the starters and uh, early on in the game. What did you think? Yeah, that, that first drive was extremely promising. I mean, I think we saw, I at least saw everything I wanted to see. I saw Bijan Robinson look every bit the part of the first-round pick with that 12-yard gain he had. You see Kyle Pitts come back to full strength, that one-handed grab. I don't need to see any more of him unless, you know, that he, he, he needs to work out anything he needs to work out. I need, just need to make sure that knee is 100% ready to go for the regular season. You see Drake London make a spectacular catch near the sideline. And Desmond Ritter, I think he had really good command and really good pocket presence for this offense that first drive. It was really unfortunate to see that interception happen right there at the end of the goal line. That's the thing that this team has struggled with in the past is red zone offense. But I think he deserves a little bit of a mulligan for that one because I think he got away with a defensive pass interference. I think it was tipped a little bit. And I think it also hit the, the receiver's hands there too. So, uh, I wouldn't look too much into that one interception. they got to get rid of the penalties. The penalties were certainly a bit of a red flag, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, but uh, I think that's something that they can clean up, and uh, you know, you want to get those out of the way in the preseason. I, I just want to say, Sam, Go ahead. For the, it continues to be the case. Yeah. The most exciting person on the field last night for the Atlanta Falcons wore number seven. Yeah, how about that? It just <laughs> continues. I'm just saying, I'll just leave it at that. Right, Miles? Number seven least, was the most. At least, at least it's not a kicker anymore. You know, you at least have a skill position player wearing it. Yeah, we we don't look at those years though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We skip that's, over a, those that's, that, years. that's true. That's true. But Miles, we talked about you talked about the, the penalties, and, and you, you, it's true that happened. And you know, we talked about the money that's been invested on the defensive side of the ball. We invested some money on the offensive line too, is in the way, especially the way they performed last season. They get a thousand yard running back. A little concerning, but you work that out. My question is, with only one more preseason game to go, how much of that working out are you going to get to do in real game conditions? Yeah, again, I'm, I'm really honestly not too concerned about it. It was their first preseason game, and they're really their first game action we've seen from these starters. So uh, it, it was honestly a little bit expected to see that, you know, maybe there's going to be some, some penalties, maybe there's going to be some things that, you know, a little rust that they're trying to shake off. Uh, if they're going to get those penalties, let it happen now. 
Uh, I'm sure Arthur Smith's going to have this guys running gathers all practice long this week. He was certainly very fired up on the sideline. And, you know, again, I, I really do think that chopping it up to just, you know, it's been a long time since these guys have seen the field. Um, and, you know, the guys who are getting the penalties, Chris Lindstrom, Jake Matt, I mean, these are pro bowl, all pro players. Like they're, they're, they're going to, they're going to figure this out. It's not like we're seeing this from a, a rookie or a guy who's trying to make the team. These are some guys who have been pretty established in this league. So uh, I'm not too concerned with it. You know, maybe we see a penalty here or there that first game against Carolina, which, you know, I hope not, but uh, you know, these things tend to happen early in the season. I was just wondering if it had to do with the, just the, the cadence and, and get used to Desmond Ritter. I mean, they played a little bit last year. They've gone through training training camp so far. I, I mean, if you got to hang your head on something, because as you said, these guys are seasoned pros. This doesn't happen to them. But now they've got a new voice back there, different voice. And it, I'm hoping it could be as simple as that. They get used to that. They know when, you know, listen, we, we hope we have that quarterback who can do likewise. Geez, I hate bringing his name up, but he's probably the best at it right now, and that's Aaron Rodgers and making a defense jump by the way he calls plays in his cadence. So again, other than that, I you know, I don't we're nitpicking at this point, you know, Sam he brought up how much do you want to see them next week? But having said that, given what you have seen so far and if these guys gel in a way, how do you feel about them heading into the season and the success you think they should have, especially given the few uh, the few early opponents that they have? I feel really good about it. I, I think the biggest thing that I've noticed so far outside of last night, you know, looking at the first team offense and, and feeling pretty good about them just for that one drive is the depth this team has. I think this is the first year we've really seen the Falcons have some depth that really gives you a sense of encouragement going into the season because a lot of these depth guys, you just haven't had the last two years. You know, one guy goes down and you have to call up a guy from the practice squad. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is last season when, when AJ Terrell went down and, uh, then uh, Casey Hayward was also out at that point, and you bring up Cornell Armstrong to line up against Jamar Chase. I mean, it's a matchup nightmare, and you just knew things weren't going to go too well for that game. But, yeah, I think it's a different scenario now this week. You've got a lot of competition there, especially on the defensive side of the football. DeMarco Helms, the seventh-round pick, he's been playing lights out there on the defensive side. He gets another interception last night. He's really involved in a bunch of different plays. I think we're really seeing that Nick Saban, Alabama football, SEC play sort of pay off, seeing a guy like that back there. But the defensive line, too, we're going to see a lot of rotation there. I think that's another key thing because you've got a lot of bodies. You've got a lot of veteran bodies on the defensive line and the starters with Calais Campbell, Grady Jarrett, David Onyemata. And you've got some guys to back them up, too. That linebacking core could get interesting with some of the, the cuts and the injuries that have happened. Michael Walker getting released, Um, but, uh, you know, I think that's the biggest thing is just the depth. I think they've got the most depth of any team in the NFC South are the best coach team currently in the NFC South, and I I think they're primed to make a run at this division this year. Spend the time on the waitforit.com hotline is one with Miles Garrett, Fox 5, uh, from the the, – also Bulldogs final. He's well as well as as covering the Falcons, and he is social. You can find him on the X or Twitter, whichever it is this this hour – uh, at Miles Garrett TV, at Miles Garrett TV, and we was talking about last night um, Falcons play. That goes back to next week. How much do you want to see the starters next week? I mean, I mean, I think that's going to be the question 
because it's your final preseason game. You don't get the four that you traditionally got for so many years, and you can say, well, that fourth game is going to one we're going to have, you know, the starters are going to all put their baseball caps on. We're going to evaluate to see who we're going to make these final cuts on. you got to do a little bit of all of that next week, don't you? I would certainly like to see at least uh, two drives from the starting offense and starting defense. I really don't need to see more than that. I mean, for me, the preseason is all about getting out of it healthy. You know, as long as you're out healthy and you're working out sort of those, you know, different chinks and chunks that you're trying to get rid of in in camp, then I think you're good. Um, I, I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion compared to what I've seen online. I know a lot of people want to see, you know, the starters can play well into the, into the second quarter. But for me, as long as our, I, I trust Arthur Smith at this point in, in his Falcons tenure to know what he needs, to know what he needs to see. Um, I certainly think he's ahead of the game when it comes to what he's ready to see and what he's prepared for this team. So that being said, I would like to see at least two drives next week, but who knows? I think that's all we need to see, though. All right, Miles, switching hats real quick here. We just got a few minutes left here. Give us a quick thought on the Braves. Another shutout well, for these la- guys, man. Well, I remember last time I spoke to you guys, I said the pitching needs to figure it out, and suddenly we've got four <laughs> straight or three straight shutouts here. So, wow. Uh, I think they heard me. <laughs> I, hey, listen, take full credit for it. Not just shutouts, but, but, but we talk about starters going seven innings in those shutouts. I mean, talk about the importance of that. You know, not just having a guy go five innings and turn it over to the bullpen, but your starters go go seven. Uh, that does a lot for the, it. Does a lot for your bullpen. Yeah, absolutely. And then you got Spencer Strider going a few innings in, like you said. We were hoping that he sort of turns that corner and becomes that Cy Young ace he was looking like earlier this season. Uh, but you know, ten strikeouts, zero one or zero hits. I mean, yeah, all these guys are raking. And unfortunately, I hope that. That continues tonight with Yanni Chirinos. He's another guy who's been kind of bumped up and, and hit around these last few few games he's been out there. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, everyone else is doing their part. Hey, man, as always, Miles, thank you for getting up and being a part of the show. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we will be reaching Absolutely, out to you. Absolutely, guys. And to make you guys feel old, I was not alive in 1995. Yeah, I, I told you. I told you. He wasn't. He don't know nothing about that. Yikes. <laughs> He's, but he loves baseball, right? Are you are you ready for this one? You ever heard of Eddie Goodell? He's a, you can't tell so. the story of Major League Baseball without mentioning Eddie Goodell. Uh, I'll give you the guy he's associated with, Bill Veck. You heard of Bill Veck, right? Ooh, no. Okay, Bill Veck was a famous owner. And Bill Veck okay. was uh, a guy who liked to have fun. He did crazy things. And, you know, he was the guy who put the White Sox in short pants when he owned the Sox. He, but he was the, the P.T. Barnum of Major League Baseball for a number of years. And one of the first stunts, I guess you can call it a stunt, he pulled was in a baseball game. It happened on this day, 1941. This is the first time he sent a guy to the plate named Eddie Goodell. I want to make sure I get this right. Was it 41? I'm sorry, it was 51. Sorry. 51, he sent Eddie Goodell to the plate because he needed to get some runners on base. Eddie Goodell was a little person. Oh, boy. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? So he got him a uniform and all that. The guy got to the plate, and he walked. I'm sure. But that was that – was, hey, what, what a strike zone. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's the kind of stuff Bill Veck would – he's a Hall of Famer. Bill Veck's in the Hall of Fame. He did a lot of things. You know, we talk about Charlie Finley and wanting to have yellow baseballs and things like that. Bill Veck was – 
a blocking ahead of most folks with that. But anyway, that was one of the most famous things that happened in Major League Baseball, and it happened on this day. I leave you with that, sir. Hey, I learned something today. Thank you. Oh, there oh, you go. Gosh. You know, you got some insignificant information. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Miles. Miles. I'll talk to you next week, buddy. See you guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.